if you combined talking to your ancestors with the guidance of where the moons and planets and stars were placed when you were born, what would that fuckery look like? Well, as it turns out, there is such a thing. What the fuckery is intuitive astrology? to find out. I'm Nadej August, your host. If this is your first time with us, welcome. And here's what you can expect. What the Fockery is a series of conversations dedicated to hearing firsthand from the people whose lifestyles, truth, concepts we struggle with understanding. The very things we should know about but are afraid to discuss. Now, our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guests and sometimes experts are in it, living their truth whether we accept them or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, dear listener, then thank you for being curious, open, and willing. In that vein today, our guest is a poet, artist, and intuitive astrologer, Sonia Marie. She has been in practice for over 20 years. Now, Sonia has conducted over 200 workshops and lectures nationwide, and you can catch her weekly astrological blog on YouTube at World Life. Nope, sorry, not world. I kept on saying world. I feel like she needs to be worldly. So such is my prayer for her, if she should show up for that mission. Um, It's Word Life Astrology. What's the word? A word up. You know that, right? So Word Life Astrology. Um, She is currently and has been for the past six years, Essence Magazine's horoscope columnist. Uh, For those of you who don't know Essence Magazine, I'm just going to say, what is wrong with you? Essence has been around, like, last century. Can you believe we're in the 21st century now? Um, and so I get to say last century. So, yeah, what else? Sonia, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Intro. You're so cute. <laughs> you just turned it on. I was I like, turned it on. <laughs> so, Sonia, you are a gifted person. In Thank so you. many ways. Now, is astrology something you had to study? Um, yes and no. Uh, I believe astrology started as a hobby for me. My mom used to. Do you remember those little star scrolls in New York, like in Shoprite or Pathmark, one of the, the supermarkets you would go to, and it was just like this little vending machine mm-hmm. that you would um, drop about fifty cents in, and then every month you would get the scroll, a literal scroll. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah, yeah, that? You and then you little, roll it out. Paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my introduction to astrology. My mom and I would just have a kick of just reading them and seeing what was happening. And she started buying me books and stuff. And then over the years, you know, I would just pick up information here and there until I got married. And lo and behold, my mother-in-law 
is a wonderful astrologer and she was just like my mentor, like right off the bat. So I would spend days and hours with her just learning information and then um, picking up through books myself. I didn't really put it to work until I reintroduced my ability to see people's ancestors and guides. And when that came back around, because I dumbed that down for a little while, didn't want to see people walking around. (laughs) So I would just not pay attention. But when that came back around, I said, oh, I can put astrology together with the intuitive piece and the intuitive ability to see people's ancestors and their guides and basically um, assist from that perspective. Wait a second. Uh-huh. What the fuckery? So you're <laughs> see, you could see ancestors and guides. Is that the intuitive portion of the program? Here? Pretty much. So, okay. I am in Sonia's beautiful space where it. I'm seated in the area where she does readings and you mm-hmm. see people, people come to you. You have clients, people who come to you and seek help and answers. Mm-hmm. Do you have to go into a specific space in order to see these ancestors of theirs or more than anything, I have to open the door. So I think that we're all born with the ability, the intuitive ability to see people's ancestors and guides, or at the very least open up to hear instructions right? Um, But oftentimes, because we're human and because we elect not to do it, we'll close the door Hmm. or we'll shut it just a little bit. So you may hear voices or you may be open to like certain dreams that that come to you and answers and visions come to you in your dreams, but maybe during your working, I mean, your waking hours, you don't want to see them. You know, it all depends on, in my opinion, what you're ready for and what God enlists or I should say spirit puts on you, you know? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But, you know, you kind of said at some point you shut down that gift. Is well, it because you were terrified? What what happened? Oh, heck yeah, because I'm born and raised in Yonkers, New York, and no little black girl is walking around Yonkers, New York saying, yeah, I see your grandmother behind you, and she said, you need to stop messing with that married man on the second floor. <laughs> oh, were you that specific? <laughs> Sometimes I was, and then, you, you know, you get smacked in the lip for being a little too, you know, fresh, Sassy. as they would say. You know, how do you know that? So over the years, you know, you learn in your young adult years, you don't want to be that lady if you're not really that lady. Yeah. Like you, you do. You don't want to stand out. You want to fit. Yeah. You, you want to fit in. in your early 20s. So, you know, you smoke a lot of weed. You go to Hampton University, which I did. And I dumbed it down <laughs> until God was like, nah, I really kind of want you to do this. Nice. So here's a guy's astrology. Western astrology, I often say, is like a front, a guise for me, because it's a tool, it's a modality in which I can point out to people um, specifically where it shows up. At the same time, I'm listening to where they're telling me to go. Mm, And they being people's ancestors and guides and um, yeah, folks on the other side. On the other side. Mm -hmm. What can we learn about ourselves through Western astrology? I like to say that um, Western astrology is a picture of the heavens when you were born. So we all have a soul, an individual soul that comes on a planet and has a job and a purpose to do. What if you and I both had um, an individual purpose to be nurses? You would be a nurse like a Virgo and I would be a nurse like a Cancer. Western astrology is the personality that administers the soul's journey. Basically, we're both going to be nurses. We just take on a different personality and, you know, administering a job. Yeah. 
Basically, wow. that's that. But it's a vast situation. I mean, as vast as the universe is, is as vast as your personality is. And then who, however your personality is, then in turn reacts and has relationships with other people, depending on their vastness of their universe and personality. So there are sun signs, and that's the sign you're born with, right? And you have to consider other areas. What are they? Well, the sun sign is the core you. It's the, the the part that you are striving to be the best of, right? And it's almost like looking in our solar system. Our sun is the core. It's what holds up everything else. If we drop the sun, the galaxy would be no more, right? Mm-hmm. So the sun takes on that responsibility of holding everything together and everything else, I'd like to say, is like appendages to the sun, so Mercury is an appendage. Appendage. That's the way we think, process information, how we plan our lives. Mars is an appendage. That's how we move, how we are determined, what operates sex and motivation. Um, Venus is also how we love. It's our relationship with money. It's beauty. It's value and self-worth and so on and so forth. There's all the other planets and they have their meanings. And then there's nodes and asteroids. And, and it gets really, really specific. Um, trying to tell you like if you really take a moment to look at the stars i mean the stars in itself surrounded by the constellation and the planets itself they all have their own little bit of your personality as well as above so below so when the stars collide when they meet is that when an eclipse happens no an eclipse happens between the moon and the sun and the earth So the sun, I always get this wrong. So please, somebody out there, you know, don't don't get on my friend here. No, she's wrong. But an eclipse is actually a taking over of something, right? So when you have a full moon, a lunar eclipse, that means I believe the moon is in between the sun and the earth. When you have a solar eclipse, the sun is in between the moon and the earth. So somebody is eclipsing somebody else. Base. That's that's what physically happens. They're in alignment. Okay. Okay. Um, metaphysically, what happens is that eclipses are massive, major changes, and they actually tour in two opposite signs. So this year and for the past year and a half, they've been touring in the sign of Cancer and Capricorn. And every nine to ten years, they go back to Cancer and Capricorn and all signs in between. The reason why is because the constellation of Cancer and Capricorn is hitting the moon and the sun at that particular time. And how does that affect us as humans? Well, that affects Cancers and Capricorns or whatever signs the eclipse are in greatly because it's their vibration, right? So if your sun sign, your rising sign, or your moon sign is in the sign that the eclipse is operating, oh yeah, your world is changing upside down. Eclipses mean massive, massive change. There are times in our lives where we, you know, we climb up a mountain, we climb up a mountain, we go through the fears, we we go through the valleys, we go through the peaks, we involve people or we're by ourselves or whatever the case may be. And then we get to a point where the eclipse is about to come. And what happens is we get scared. You you know we've done all this work, that you've prepped your, your road, and you just are not really capable of getting off the cliff. And here comes the eclipse with his foot in your back, knocking you off, saying it's time for change. More whether change. You are, whether you're ready or not, though. Yeah. That's the power of the eclipse. Yeah. It will literally take the foundation from under your feet because the universe needs to keep changing. And the people on the planet need to change with it. Bottom line. Wow. 
Is there a specific meaning for it being on Cancer and Capricorn overall, overarching? Absolutely. Um, for Cancers, it's more about family change, women in your family, right? Emotions, sensitivities, dealing with past karmic, emotional karmic situations that have happened in people's lives, right? Um, Capricorn deals with patriarchal systems, mm. structures, traditions. Ooh. Wow. Is that why we're seeing so much happening in the world, like down with the patriarchy? That's a whole nother conversation. Yes. But in addition to, if you really want to get into the meat of it, Mm -hmm. right? Why not? Pluto and Saturn have been in Capricorn too. And they are planets of... They... Okay. Here's a story. Pluto got into um, Capricorn in 2008. That's when the real estate market plummeted. Mm-hmm. That's when everything crashed. Not only did the, our economy crash, but people's lives literally just crashed and fell they apart. They lost homes, etc. Yeah, exactly. Some people took their lives, sadly. So from that moment on, Pluto's been climbing up this mountain by itself, just taking down things. Why? Because Pluto has to deal with destruction, with rebirth, with death, with transformation. So when it's in a particular sign, it's killing off what that sign represents, literally. And Pluto, I like to nickname the the, the Tasmanian devil. It gives a heck. It just comes through and just rips things apart just because. It comes in the house and it's like, just flips the table. Why are you flipping the table? Because we should move the table. We need a new table. You know, it's, it's that kind of attitude. King Kong. King Kong with an ornery kind of disposition about it. However, it wants to create something different. And when it's time, it'll do it. But in the moment, let's destroy it. Mm. All of a sudden, here comes Saturn joining the party right along with Pluto. I want to say somewhere in, wait, 2000, like at the end of 2018, it came into Capricorn too. That's hardcore because now you have Pluto destroying things like the Tasmanian devil and Capricorn giving fear, lessons learned, discipline, responsibility, accountability, along with all these things that are toppling over. They're riding side by side. So they're fueling each other. That's a hard, hard situation. I can imagine. For everybody. Yeah. So you see racist situations come to a head. Not only is the the these white supremacist um, situations are toppling over, but now you have Saturn saying, okay, so you're afraid of black people? What you going to do about that? Oh, okay, so you're afraid of women in their power? What you going to do about that? Be responsible for that. Be disciplined in that. We have to create something else. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We, we want to keep... The river is the white supremacist that is still in the Supreme Court <laughs> refusing to die. Right. You understand that? Right. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to go anyway. It's inevitable. Uh-huh. So Saturn says, oh, we need to learn something. We need to do something different because we're destroying it. And then you're going to be left with a field of nothing. So what's happening tomorrow is the real question. Woo. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot for me to process right now because now I'm like. Hey, Your little so, Virgo head is I like, know. wait, hold on. My head's about <laughs> to explode. I can't. I can't keep up. Okay. So. It's, but did you understand that though? It's a lot. And I and lucky me, I'll get to listen again. And listeners feel free to listen again just to follow 
And like, because you know me, I'm very analytical. Yeah. So I'm going to sit there and analyze. I'll probably take notes. Right. So is Saturn like this planet of destruction? No, Pluto would be the planet of Pluto's destruction. destruction. Saturn is the planet of responsibility and discipline. So oh, it's, after, that, it's that karmic return. No, the Saturn return. Sa Saturn return. Yes. But here's the deal. Saturn doesn't just destroy things like Pluto does just to destroy it. Saturn destroys it with a lesson involved and Saturn always brings a reward after mm. it destroys it for hard work well done. So the fact that these systems are being destroyed, we're actually staying away from the blessing that can come afterwards if we're trying to hold on to, to traditions the, yeah, that don't work any longer. Gotta let it go. And again, on a, on a very public level that deals with racism, that deals with sexism, that deals with all the isms, right. to be quite honest with you, because they don't pertain to us any longer. No. Those, are, those are centuries and centuries and centuries of, of just age old doctrines that we don't live by. And they anymore. no longer serve us. No. And our youngest generations are showing that. Yeah. It's a brown nation. And it's very open too. I mean, the, yeah. the, the idea of gender identity. Absolutely. A lot of young people are saying, I don't want to pick something. I, Absolutely. I don't have to pick something. Yep. So it's it's pretty exciting and fascinating. Now, how long is this going to keep going on? When does it end? Well, I'm glad you asked that too, because just a couple of days ago, Pluto and Saturn became the exact same to degree. So they went head to head. They went head to head. So the thing is, at that moment, we have to either put up or shut up. At that moment, it's like, okay, we're going to accept the new or we're going to hold on and die. Some people are dying. Some people are accepting the new. In your personal life, you should know that. But on a, glo on a global scale, we see it. Trump just killed dude. He just took him down. And to be quite honest with you, I'm going to be really honest. He better watch himself. I've researched once that when Pluto and Saturn are at the exact same degree over the last 100 years, regardless of what sign they were in, there's been an assassination on a president's life. Okay. You just said something pretty, uh, whoa, like controversial. It is. But it's factual. If we are go looking at the stars and the consistency, because history does repeat itself. It absolutely you know? does. And that's and how we learn about how to proceed. Unfortunately, most of us get in, in amnesia and we forget, like, even though it's there, it's written, it's historical fact. Some of us still choose to repeat the same freaking mistakes. Well, yes, because we don't want to learn from it. And then we negate the fact that it's all energy. That's all astrology is. That's all life is, is energy. We misconstrued it as it being way too factual. Human beings are extremely ignorant and arrogant at times to think that we are the only ones that know enough information to really, really like to be superior on this planet. It's ridiculous. It's an arrogance. Yeah. We, it's but, an arrogance. So, and it's ignorant. So it's interesting that. that you said that because there is life outside of Earth. Yes. And even on Earth, there's a lot of things that we don't even want to give homage nor reverence to because we're afraid to see it. Because we're stuck in these traditions. Such That's as, why they're falling. Such as the religion of our ancestors, perhaps? Well, how about that? Such as Western astrology, in which somebody can say, oh, no, that's a bunch of what the frockery. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. No. Well, you know, it's funny because it's the religious establishment. And that, I'm sorry to say, for those of you who believe, who have a religio religiosity, um, that 
that's a system that no longer serves us either. It doesn't. You know, your your relationship to God, Spirit, the Almighty, uh, uh, how, whatever you call and pray to, whatever you label it, I don't feel that there she needs to be an institution that tells me how to worship. I'm with you. You're with me on that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So that's part of the destruction, and we are seeing it, especially with the Catholic Church, by the way. And that all started with colonization. Mm. Well, yeah, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> I feel like raising my hand going, power to the people, power to the people. Okay, now... How long? When will this end, please? Well, it's 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 fading away, and it's doing its thing. It's it's having its tour right now. When is Saturn and Pluto gonna go move it along? Well, Pluto, Saturn is moving faster than Pluto, but they're right at the exact the same degree right now. And I think Saturn is gonna go into Aquarius at the end of two thousand um, and twenty, close to the end of two thousand twenty. So it'll start to to alleviate. However. In my opinion, I think it's about to do worse. I mean, more destruction now as it goes out because it's been climbing up a mountain, mm-hmm. so to speak. It's going to blow up. It's going to come to a head. Yes. It has to. Pretty much. Okay. And again, I'm not wishing death on dude, but he, here's the deal. It's, it's not about him dying. It's about what he represents. It represents it's a system. And oftentimes the head of the system is what gets caught out there. You know, just to make that clear for your show, it's not that I'm, I'm wishing death on on no. him. It's it's about the head. If you're in a, in a position in which you're claiming to be the head and to be the end all to be all, then you might have to be eradicated. You have to represent. Hey, listeners, the term self-care is thrown around a lot these days, and deservedly so. And I think we can all agree that mental health is part of self-care. And one of the many reasons we tell ourselves is lack of time and money. Well, BetterHelp.com is the world's largest counseling service. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Now, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed, accredited, and board-certified therapist in under 24 hours. Therapy from the comfort of your own space. What could be better than that? You can schedule weekly video sessions or phone sessions with your own personal counselor. You can log into your account at any time from anywhere to send a message to your counselor. BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change your counselor if you ever needed to. Um, It's very affordable. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So get started today. And you, as a What the Fockery listener, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash fockery10. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash fockery10. In fact, use fockery10 as a promo code and discount code anytime and anywhere you um, use our sponsors. Okay, back to our program. Any more eclipses to look forward to this year that you know off the top of your head without looking at charts? Um, Actually, there's two more. There's one in June and then there's two in July and then there's one in November. Um, however, the one in the end of July begins the series of Gemini and Sagittarius. So it's a whole nother vibration. 
So now we're talking about change in the way in which we um, establish information, how we receive information, how we put out information. That's that that Gemini uh, Sagittarius vibration. It's all about information. It's all about fun. It's all about expansion. So how these things are changing in your life will be identified. Can you give me an example that's practical? Because when I hear putting out information, I go, my mind goes to the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, okay. yes, ma'am. You're, you're very dead on. So Gemini has to do with obtaining information. Gemini loves to compartmentalize and produce based on the information that comes to it. So yeah, it could be social media. That's going to be a big change. It can be how we utilize the information that we get, regardless of it being through social media or not. Like, like say for instance, I don't know, you, you get information that in, in one year, it helped you. I don't know. I'm just giving an example yes, of like examples um, growing trees in one particular way. And then this eclipse comes and it goes, no, and actually you can grow bigger trees like this with this form of different seedlings. And you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just the way we utilize information that's so going to words, change to benefit where we're going. So it's possible that a brand new discovery can happen. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then um, also that's Gemini. And then Sagittarius, believe it or not, is very spiritual sign. A lot of people don't think so because it's kind of um, earthbounded, so to speak. And here's the deal about Sagittarius. It, it likes to get information about spirituality and about evolving, but it doesn't necessarily partake. <laughs> And I'm going to explain to you. I always laugh with um, Sagittarius about this. I'm like, y'all have all the books you have all the know-how, you have all the resources, and you bring it to a person, and then you will drop that person off at God's door and be like, I'll be right back. And bounce. <laughs> and bounce. Why? Because they don't want to necessarily do the work that it takes to heal or to see God, but they have all the information mm -hmm. to make that happen. Mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're actually like really ready to share the resources all the time. But I don't want to go through that because it might make me sad, glad, mad, or I don't want to change my mood on it. So let me just stay the way that I the way that I am and have and be known for having the information if that makes sense yeah to you. yeah they refuse to change right uh -huh. well yeah they, they they more so want to be free that's what it is that makes sense I have a brother who's a sage that kind of mm -hmm. describes him yeah when you when you threaten their freedom they have mm -hmm. a problem with that yeah, so if God tells them no actually you can't do it like this you have to do it like that that's a threat yeah they're like nope I refuse to yeah Pretty much. Amazing. So what can we find in your weekly podcast? What kind of information? Well, Not usually on YouTube, I'm sorry. On YouTube. And by the way, the channel is Sonia Marie's Word Life Astrology. So it's your full name. And you have your website, which is wordlifeastrology.com. Mm -hmm. And it links you to the YouTube channel as yes, well? Yes, as so. well as on my IG page, which is Word Life uh, Sonia Marie. All of this information, as you know, listeners, will be in the show notes as always. Yay. And now's a good time to check it out, too, because, uh, Sonia, I don't know if you know this, but every guest gives a picture that goes on my IG page so that people can have a face that goes with the voice they hear. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate this. Yeah. Is there anything you feel like we should, hmm, any word of advice that you want to give us uh, as we 
continue through 2020. We just started 2020. Yeah. Well, first, let me ask answer your first questions. On the weekly rundown is what right. I call them. We go through different aspects and the changes of signs and different planets and what people can expect. But I, I like people to understand one thing about astrology in which I've adopted years ago. Astrology is not God to me. Astrology is information straight information. How you choose to respond to that information is on you. And every single day, we can have different responses depending on our emotional situation, what goes on in our life. So what I say on these podcasts, or I should say the YouTube uh, channel, may not pertain to you depending on how you absorb it. Does that make sense? And how you respond to it. This is just a guide, Mm -hmm. a guideline, so to speak. Yeah, it's kind of like a big old this is the theme, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you have to partake or you'll be affected by it. Knowledge is power, Knowledge right? Is if I know power. this is a week where, you know, uh, uh, tensions are high, people are, you know, then I know, okay, consciously breathe and learn to chill, Nadesh. Just right. back the mm, up, right. you know? Right. So it's good to know that, or if we're feeling, I think I read somewhere that this, the Saturn-Pluto on this particular day when it eclipsed, which was it on Friday? Well, it didn't eclipse. Only um, the- I'm sorry. It came together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are feeling tired and run down and just emotionally drained. Some people are crying for no reason. Okay. So you're talking about the full moon lunar eclipse that happened on Friday, which was at 20 degrees cancer. That. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were crying because it's in watery emotional sign of cancer but the water is allowing people to release right the tears are allowing people to to... so it's a good thing oh all of it's good in my opinion yeah again it depends on how you you know interpret it interpret it and perceive it so basically if you're aware of that ahead of time you'll know it's okay to cry give yourself permission absolutely it's actually good for your health yep instead of walking around going oh my gosh why do i need to cry this is so like suppress 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 right yeah you have to listen to the energies of the universe because, again as above so below and if you go into the rhythm of it all then we are in the rhythm of existence right mm-hmm. as opposed to resisting and staying away from it and then we usually make mistakes that way right if someone comes to you for a reading not if when when someone comes to you for a reading what can they expect what is it like with you my most popular reading is the 90 minute reading and what we do is three things the first thing we connect with your ancestors and your guides for like 30 minutes or so they have a lot of information they show up and they tell you who's there sometimes they come with food which is always fascinating Yes, a lot of African um, descent, people from African descent or indigenous descent, I will see like plates of very specific treats that they come and, and either that person liked it or that or the ancestor loved to make it. So anyway, we would talk to them and they just ramble information. The second part of it, we go through people's natal chart based on their time and their place and their date of birth. And then if, the third, if someone doesn't have their their a date of, I mean, not date of birth, their time of birth, is it, can you do something still? Oh, still absolutely. Most okay. astrologers will either put in a mock time of 12 a.m. or 12 p.m. because it's like midday. Mm-hmm. And you can always tell what the planet, what signs the planets are in, but you may not be, be able to tell their rising sign and then what those planets 
what houses those planets fell into. But you would get a good enough read because it's a lot of information. So, so the second part, part is that. Reading. Yeah, okay, and, and the then the part. third part are these wonderful Osho Zen tarot cards that I have, which are pretty, pretty cool. I've had over Will you show them to me when we, when we stop the recording? Oh, yeah. I'd love to see it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and they usually solidify the entire reading, like make it, you know, they hone in on the point that was made for the last hour or so, or they have a whole nother meaning. If you have a question, you can answer the question with the with the cards. How, it's a lot of information. I bet. Mm -hmm. So, but you you said one of the this is your pop, the most popular of your readings. What else do you offer? I offer an hour read. Um, although I get a little nervous with the hour reads because I'm I'm already excited and I already talk fast, and so I have to talk even faster because I'm the type of person where I have a hard time like slapping the 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 timer. the timer yeah i'm i'm not her i mean i will not be taken advantage of but at the same time when spirit talks you just have to let spirit let talk it go through. yeah mm -hmm. and it's hard to get all that information in an hour it flies by yeah they does. have a lot to say and i mean they because they conducted the entire reading from the top to the bottom why is because we have a some notion believe that we are doing this thing by ourselves and we're not. We're being led by our angels, by our ancestors, by our guides, by little fairies and gnomes that are on the other side that really assist in making this life the best way we that 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 we can. And that's just the bottom line. So when we open up intuitively, open heartedly and can listen to the instruction, we can go where we are purposely led to be each and every time. Are angels and archangels real? I believe so. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I've seen them, so I kind of believe what I see. Yeah. I watch them work for me, and I watch them work for other people. Oftentimes, people sitting in that chair right where you are, I mean, sometimes they, this is very true, they sit there for the information that comes through, but a lot of times people sit there just so they can sit there. And what happens when they sit down, they start chiseling energy off of them. They will come in looking four or five shades darker than when they leave because they're literally working on them as we're talking. So the ancestors or whomever, the the, the Their guides the and whatever. Guides yeah, yeah. I, I see them sitting there chiseling information, like all kinds of heaviness off of their body as I'm just talking. I'm like, this is crazy. So your reading is healing, but it's not you that's doing the healing. It's never me. <laughs> I'm just a mouthpiece. <laughs> yes. And quite a mouthpiece you are. Sonia. You're reminding me of my girls from Brooklyn back in the day. I forgot. <laughs> I've forgotten. Um, you, you have this beautiful thing on your wall that I can't keep my take my eyes off of. Actually, you have two things. It's a quote that says, the secret to having it all is knowing you already do. Yes, That's lovely and inspiring. And can I tell you, that took me about three years to really understand that. <laughs> well, I know, but you know what? You got it now, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to stare at something long enough and let it seep and mm -hmm. work and chisel away. Chisel away. The resistance. That's right. And then behind you, what is that? I see waiting to exhale. I see a lot of like, did you win a Grammy or something? What, what, what's this? No, that awesome soundtrack was um, nominated, I want to say 13, 12 or 13 times for Grammys. I think it got one or two out of the 13 nominations, but it was nominated. So we got that plaque because I was on the on the soundtrack with a song called And I Gave My Love to You. Wow. So mm -hmm. you are a performing artiste as well. <laughs> I have enjoyed this time with you. Um, is there anything else we need to say? 
I don't know. I feel like my brain isn't. I, this was a lot of information. Oh, it's so much more. Oh, I know. And we can go on and on, but I want to keep it as specific as possible. That's cool. Um, I'm glad we got the information on how to get a hold of you. Um, and my gosh. Uh, so what is the secret to having it all, Sonia? Knowing that you already do. And why did it take you so long to get that? Because I had to recognize that I don't want for anything. Ah. I don't want for anything. Everything I need is right here inside of me. It's inside my heart and my soul. It's in my gut. It's in my tears. It's in my smiles. It's in my laughter. It's in my son. It's in the food that I eat. It's real. It's alive. Mm. When we go outside of that, it's extra. And the extra's fun. But it's not necessary. Not always. How do you feel about, um, because you the work of the work you do, you probably have to protect your energy field a lot, right? Lots of people or no? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a hour long conversation. And, and I'm only saying this because I'm kind of like sitting in that right now. I think the more I do this work, the less and less friends I have. <laughs> And the less opportunities for me to get married. No, I'm just joking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm saying like you start to see people and you start to see situations. And I'm not a judgmental person by nature, but some things I just don't want to fuck with. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. And you have you seem to have this advantage that most of us do not have because you have the gift of sight. Well, it's like that movie, The Matrix. You want to eat the steak or not? Hey, I'm just saying he opted to eat it. He was like, it's good. I'm, I'm all right with the steak. But me, nah, nah, you know, no steak for you. Nah, but it's not it's it's not always the fun, but I'd rather be in my truth than be full off a nasty ass steak. Sorry, did I curse? That's OK. I feel oh, listen, this thing's called what the fuckery. I mean, I'm being nice about the O. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> the New Yorker and me slipped out. <laughs> Well, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. And um, thank you, uh, Sonia Marie. Word, life, astrology. <laughs> Word. Word up, Doc, on the ultimate. How do we say goodbye to our folks? Um, see you later. Peace. Peace out. Yeah. And enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Yeah. You know? That's Go a inside a little bit more and figure out what this journey is all about for you and only you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Best tip we can give, what, what's the best thing we can do for ourselves on a daily basis? And I promise this is it, listeners. Stop for five minutes and ask yourself, are you happy? Check in with yourself. Check in. Check in. And if not, adjust. Check in. And if not, adjust. I think that's a powerful way to say goodbye. And we will check in with you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, maybe not. Not quite bye yet. If you know someone who might enjoy this topic or this episode, why don't you just forward it to them right now? Share. Help us grow our community. And uh, check out the Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at WhatTheFockery to see what our guests look like. I'm sure you're pretty interested sometimes. And um, the videos and the stories and previews and clips. We are growing, we are growing, and I have you to thank for that. Now, officially, till we meet again, next episode, same place, same station.
No, not a station. Okay, see you next time. Bye.